Welcome to the Chad Cargill ACT Test Prep Podcast coming to you from the Ollie Ray Ranch in Choctaw, Oklahoma. My goal is to give practical tips to help you increase ACT scores, qualify for college, and win those much-needed scholarships. We'll talk colleges, careers, and most of all, test-taking strategies and tips. This is episode 18, your summer checklist, 12 things to accomplish this summer. I love summer. Obviously, most of you love summer as well. And it feels like summer has been, I don't know, it's, this, this was just a weird one because we were out of school for so long, all the, the COVID stuff and being shut indoors. And I, I think it's important that we just pause and wrap our minds around the simple fact that we've got eight weeks, eight weeks. And in these eight weeks of summer, we don't want to look back six weeks from now and go, okay, what did I do this summer? And I do that a lot. Sometimes I look back and I'm like, okay, what did we accomplish? So let's get a plan and let's be intentional with our plan, how we want to step through this. And so I'm going to give you today 12 things that I hope you'll use as a checklist to accomplish this summer. Let's get right to it. Number one, you should start a project. Now, in episode 14, I hope you'll go back and you'll listen to episode 14. Episode 14 was part two of four on scholarships. It was, that was the five keys I gave to submitting a winning scholarship application. And I talked about how you should be doing projects. This is where you're taking your talent, your passion, your love, and you're doing something amazing to help or inspire other people. It's important that you organize that now. Be thinking about what that could be. Start talking to your friends and start a project now while you have a lot of time to think it through. When you think that through, I, I want to give you a word of advice here. Hedgehog. So I'm going to talk about reading later in this episode as well, but I've talked about it several times in the past. But Good to Great is an excellent book for business leaders. Uh, it's one that, that I've read. I, I've given to a lot of people to read as well. And one of the concepts in Good to Great is hedgehog, meaning that Find one thing you do and do it really, really well. And a lot of times students get project ideas and they try to do so many things that they really don't do any of them really well. So be focused and intentional with one great thing and try to work hard on that project. And again, listen to episode 14 for the episode that discusses how to do that. That is also in that resource that I mentioned in episode 14, if you go to scholarships.chadcargill.com, again, don't Google that. Type that in your URL, scholarships with an S, .chadcargill.com. You'll put your email there. It'll say, tell me where to send it. You put your email there and you'll get a PDF document in your inbox that'll explain all of it. And I even give project ideas there. So that's a, this, is a, this would be a great time to get that resource if you haven't already. Start a project this summer. Get a couple of your friends. Don't do it alone. Number two on the list research colleges and majors. Now I've got an upcoming episode discussing this. I actually have more than one, but we're going to discuss how you kind of do that. We're going to talk about how you look at majors, how you look at what might be involved in that and researching colleges. So let's start that now. Think about what you love to do. Think about what you're interested in and start looking at colleges around you. Now, part of this college research should include how much it costs to go there. So don't ignore that. Look at what they estimate. Look at all the fees. Make sure you include your living if you're going to move. Really kind of think that through the whole part of that. 
Think about, am I okay with living away from home? And how often do I want to come home? And what's the cost of that? So be thinking that through as you're researching where and what colleges. It's important that you do a lot of research on that. I'm going to talk about that again in an upcoming episode, but start now researching colleges and majors. Number three on the checklist, tour a few college campuses, both large and small, near and far. With COVID, a lot of colleges have really amped up their online touring. It's really quite incredible what some schools have done. I saw one for Stanford and it was just fascinating. You could do, uh, you could actually do virtual reality and you could walk the campus like you were there and you would turn and you would see different, it was absolutely fascinating. I want you to get online and try to do a little bit of that. But then as some of this COVID stuff settles down and the restrictions settle down a little bit, get out there and get on a campus and get a tour. And I've talked about some of that in past episodes. One particular episode on that, we discussed that when I had Dr. Jeannie Webb from Rose State College on. That was episode 12. And we talk about what to do on that college visit when you take that tour, who to meet with. So maybe go back and listen a little bit to episode 12 on that. But go try to see some campuses. Now, one great thing that a lot of families do is they travel to areas where there's colleges they want to see. If you're interested in Grand Canyon University, that's a great excuse to go where the Grand Canyon is. Or if you're interested in going to Liberty University, that's a great time to go to the Northeast and maybe go to Appomattox Courthouse because it's right down the road. So you could go see like the actual place where Lee surrendered to Grant. To me, I'm a history buff. I love that stuff. If you can kind of think about colleges you might be interested in, both near and both far, and then you can go to those campuses, possibly as part of family trips, take a road trip, that would be really exciting. Or whether you're doing that through sports camps, which I know a lot of sports camps are not happening this summer, but that certainly is another good way to go see is to go do camps around there, those colleges. And I've actually have an episode coming up on that as well, because we're going to do one on sports and recruiting and different things like that. Next, review your four-year high school course plan. So this is a great time this summer to stop, look at what classes you have taken, what classes you plan to take, and figure out how that's all going to relate. How am I going to get all those in with the electives that I want? And how does that relate to that major that I'm looking at that we did earlier in this checklist? So for example, if you're thinking right now that you might want to go into nursing, well, chemistry is going to be crucial or anatomy or something in that area. So if my high school offers that, I want to go, okay, so I might do chemistry my senior year. Am I going to have room for that? What classes or what electives do I need to move around to make sure that I get that in my senior year? Think that through. In episode five, if you go back and listen to episode five, I discussed this specifically for math. I went through the math courses, when to take what math class and why. Again, think that through this summer. Don't wait till we get to the time school starts because your counselors, they're putting together those schedules now and they need to know. And if there's changes that need to be made, the earlier they get that information, the better. And that helps your administration assigning teachers and sections and that kind of thing. Next on the checklist, review college courses required for the different majors. I've referenced this a few times. I referenced it in the previous episode, even when we were looking at CLEP tests. And I'm going to have an upcoming episode to specifically discuss this. But let me just touch on it. If you're going to be an engineering major, I would get online 
to a few colleges that have engineering programs, try to pull up your major's degree sheet. So you're looking for the degree sheet. You might even Google search Oklahoma State Industrial Engineering degree sheet. That degree sheet will show you what courses are required for that major. And when you look at that and you see all the calculus based courses, Calc 1, Calc 2, Linear Algebra, Differential Equations, you're going to know for a fact, you better make sure you have Calc in high school if your high school offers it. It just gives you an idea. You'd be like, oh, okay, I don't have to have foreign language here or I don't have to have whatever. You can figure it out once you go through and look at what courses might be related to that. By the way, I encourage you to take foreign language anyway. So just let me put that up front. Take your foreign language, go take that CLEP test and use it all you can. Try to use it all you can. If you do, it helps you be more well-rounded and uh, hopefully as you travel and your jobs and you meet people, you'll be able to use that. All right, next, work a blue collar job. This summer, get a job, work a blue collar job, specifically even, I'd love for you to work fast food. All right. I have a, a few reasons for this. And I know some of you are like zoning out. You're like, I'm done with this. I don't need to listen to that. Uh, I'm going to give you a few reasons for it. One, I want you to save money. So I want you to earn some money to save some money. This stuff's expensive. I'd love for you to save some money. But the second one is I really wish everybody worked a manual labor job. And I wish everybody worked a fast food job. I'm just telling you, if you did that, you treat people better. You'd have more respect for what they do. When you look back at my job history, I worked at a video store renting VHS tips to people. That was an easier job, but it was good. I learned a little bit about uh, dealing with people and handling some uh, frustrations of people. I worked in a grocery warehouse lugging boxes. It was probably the hardest job I've ever done. We were on a time system. I was miserable. Uh, I, my dad had done that for 30 years. I have no idea how he did it. So I went and did it. I wanted to learn distribution. I wanted to learn how to do that. I wanted to throw the boxes. I wanted to experience that physical manual labor. I wanted to understand what the workers did because I knew I was going to be an industrial engineering major. And yes, my first job that I accepted was in distribution engineering. I learned so much from that job. It was fantastic. I worked stuffing inserts in the Sunday paper for the Oklahoman newspaper. Uh, that was an interesting job that didn't pay hardly anything. I worked, I even signed up for a temp service once. I signed up for express personnel temp service so I could work a variety of jobs and just learn different things, see different things. And then I worked at a donut shop and that was, oh man, that was difficult. And it was difficult because people get so upset about, you know, you didn't have the right kind of donut or whatever or you were selling out. And I learned so much from that. And I, I remember I would even talk about that in interviews and different things. I'd be like, look, you know, I may not have had the greatest, you know, engineering internship, but I'm going to tell you what I learned throwing boxes as a manual labor guy in a grocery warehouse. And what I learned serving donuts and dealing with customers every day, it was so valuable. I've shared on this podcast in the past, my daughter worked at Sonic in high school. She's in college now. Guess what? She's working at Sonic again. And I love it. She was telling me yesterday, she's like, dad, I had to clean up all these because at the Sonic she's at, they've got an inside restaurant. She's like, dad, it was, uh, I had to clean the restrooms and I had to do this. And, and she's like, oh my gosh, dad, I had to clean up the trash, you know, all around uh, on the outside. And she goes, people are filthy. And, and I, I just look at her and go, good. I'm so glad you're picking up trash at Sonic. That's so exciting to me. And I was serious. 
because I want her to appreciate it and learn. And I hope you'll do that. I hope you'll go get some kind of job. Go work. My son Camden worked roofing houses. And no, he was not doing anything different than anyone else. He was lugging those squares of shingles and uh, hauling them up on the roofs. And I just love it. He would come home the most exhausted human ever. I loved it. Um, I think we all should do that. Get a job this summer. Don't sit around the air conditioning all summer. Next, this is a great time to start studying your prep book. And I've mentioned this on past episodes, but you've got a lot of time now. And if you would start working through some of those lessons, you could really start making some improvements in your ACT scores. You don't want to try to cram all this in once the school year gets here. You're going to have a lot of homework anyway. You're going to have sports. You're going to have activities. You're going to have band and FFA and every other thing going on. And, and you're going to have the school play. And if you will start now while you have a little more time, you can really make a lot of progress. Again, don't try to do it all at once. If you get my prep book, it's big. It's like four, 541 pages. Just piece your way through it, a few you know lessons at a time. And it's broken up into small pieces, so you can do that. Don't just turn to the first practice test and just like take the whole thing. Don't do that. Be strategic in how you practice a little at a time and really focus on the explanations. You can't do the equation of a circle, check your answer and go, oh man, I missed it and move on. You did not accomplish anything. You got to go, why did I miss it? So get your prep book. Start working on that. Um, if you're wanting my prep book, chadcargill.com. You can order it right off my site. We ship books almost every day all over the country. You can get mine right there. It's $25 online. So that's how you can get that. You can also buy it if you come to my workshop. I'll have it at my workshops. But uh, you're going to need to practice this summer. And so get your prep book out and start practicing. All right, next on our list of your checklist of things you must do this summer. You need to get going on this summer. Take a CLEP test for a subject you just completed in high school. Now, this is what the previous episode, episode 17, this is what I covered. If you just finished Spanish 2, then you need to get your Spanish book and you need to start studying it, do a review of that, and you need to get to a college campus very soon and take that CLEP test and let's get some college credit. Think about where it's most likely you would attend, go to that college, take that CLEP test, get that credit. Let's get that done. And then you will be able to like get that behind you. But if you wait to do that for a few years, that Spanish isn't going to be as fresh in your mind anymore. So take it now. If you just finished bio one and bio two in high school, then let's go take that bio test. As soon as you finish chemistry in your, in your high school, again, if it's not a concurrent class, it's not an AP class, you haven't passed the AP test, go take the CLEP test, get the college credit. All right, just a few more here. I've got four more in the list of what you should do for your summer checklist. Here's the next one. If you ordered a past ACT, you should start analyzing those misses. Now, episode four is the episode where I discuss this in full detail. I tell you how to order it. I tell you when it comes in, exactly how to analyze your misses, how to chart those misses, and then how to practice. Now, ACT gives you up to six months after the test to call and order it if you did not do so when you registered. It's available on the December, April, and June national ACTs. The problem, obviously, the April test was canceled due to COVID. So the December test, it's too late. If you did order it, though, and you have it, and it's been sitting on the shelf, now's the time to get it out. Start analyzing it, identify your weakness areas, 
When you identify your weakness areas, then we jump back a couple in this checklist to get your prep book out and we start working those lessons. If you were missing who and whom, then get in your prep book, look up in the table of contents, find who and whom. In my book, it's pages 39 through 41. Turn to page 39, you'll see the rules for who and whom, examples of each of those. Then you'll see a page of exercises where you can practice that. Then you'll see five model questions of how it might be asked on an ACT. And then when you flip to the back of the English section, you see not only the answers, but I tell you why they're right and the others are wrong. So you get full explanations and you're able to start shoring up those weakness areas. That's how you do that. If you ordered it, get it off the shelf and get moving. Number 10, practice your speed reading. I'm going to do an episode later on specifically how to do this. You can do it manually on your own with some speed reading techniques, sliding a card, different things, or you can do it with software. Now, there's a lot of software out there. If you want to use mine, you can go to chadcargo.com, speedreading.chadcargo.com specifically. Uh, go to that site. I've still got it on special. It's under $20 for a one-year subscription. Unbelievably easy to use. I had one administrator tell me his daughter was struggling in the reading section. She used it for one month. She raised her reading eight points. And he was talking about how it not only helped her on ACT reading, but just in general. I mean, there's so much reading involved, not only in high school, but when you go to college, and that's why some colleges even require a speed reading course before freshmen begin. So use speed reading software if, if that's a good fit for you. Again, mine is under 20 bucks right now. That's on special for a little bit longer. I'm going to change that back to its normal price, but right now it's under 20. And if you get signed up on that, it's a very easy way that you can start practicing speed reading, which leads us to number 11, read consistently. You should be reading every day. And people in this country who read when, we know that. When I have a young student who's scoring very high on ACTs or standardized tests, I always ask, I bet she reads a lot, doesn't she? It's just an obvious question. When you know people that score really high on ACTs, typically they read a lot. So you can start that now. Find a book about something you're interested in. Don't just go off some kind of AR, you know, accelerated reader list. Pick something you're interested in. Start reading about that. I've tried to make it a habit periodically on episodes here to tell you what I'm reading right now. I like to share that. And so I almost read exclusively nonfiction. Uh, almost every book I read is a nonfiction book. I told you about the 52 Churches book by Peter DeHaan, which was just outstanding. But I'm actually doing one now that is not nonfiction. That's bad grammar there. That's a fiction book. And that book is... The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes by Suzanne Collins. So it is the prequel to the Hunger Games series, which I love the Hunger Games movies. And so uh, that book just came out. I just got it. I'm so excited. So uh, read, just read a little bit and make that a habit, make that a life goal. And look, if you hate to read, don't try to read 20 minutes a day, 30 minutes a day, an hour a day. Try to read five minutes a day. That's it. Start with five minutes. When I do the episode on how to do speed reading, I'm going to talk about this. I'm going to give you a specific strategy on how to start reading every day. And it's a manageable, attainable way a person who hates to read can actually start reading every day. So just for this episode, I want to say, let's go five minutes a day, just five. If you'll start with five, reading out of a book about something you love, I think you'll find I can do this. Number 12, my final one on the checklist for things you must do this summer, love people. 
look, this is a crazy time. We all know that. We're at a crazy time in our country. Love people. I went to a memorial service for the former headmaster. Uh, he basically started my kid's school and he worked there 40, 45 years maybe. And the memorial service for him was about his legacy and about what he did and the lives he impacted. And I don't know how many thousands were there, but there were a bazillion people there. I walked out of there with a huge theme that I got. One great thing that man did, he loved people. Loved people. If there's ever been a time that we need to love people, it's right now. And I don't even need to say this. We all know. Love everyone. Love people. I always try to, people say to me, they go, well, you're a glass half full guy, aren't you? And I say, no, no, no. I'm a glass overflowing guy. I want to see the good in everybody. And yeah, I know we all have problems, but that's the key. I've got problems. You've got problems. Love people, man. Find out about that person. I love to learn about people. I love to brag on people. I love to celebrate with other people. And if you will just make that a habit, learn someone's story, find out. Every person you meet's got a story. Everyone has a story. And if you'll just find out a little bit about that person, just ask questions. Just be, you don't have to tell about yourself. Just ask questions. Well, where, where, where'd you live there? And why, why'd you go there? And what'd you, and, and you just make that a habit to celebrate people with people. You're going to find it's a better world. It's a better place. Love people. Love people as you would want people to love you. Love people. And I think if you make a goal this summer to every week say, I'm going to find somebody to love today. I'm going to find another person to love today. I'm going to find somebody to encourage today. I think you're going to find that you end up encouraging yourself. You love yourself more. You love your community more. You love everyone more. And I think, again, we all know everyone needs to know they're loved more now than ever. So that is number 12 on my list. Love people. I appreciate you listening through the summer checklist, the 12 things to accomplish this summer. And even if you don't do all 12 of them, I hope you'll do some of them. And if you do some of them, that's going to be definitely beneficial to you. If you do all 12 of them, that's even better. If I left something off that list you think should have been on there, I would love for you to comment. And on the Chad Cargo Workshops Facebook page, I'll have this posted. Comment on there. Say, hey, would have liked that to have been added. Or how about this? Or this is also important. Or I love that one. That was a great item for the checklist. I'm glad you covered that. I would love for you to do that. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, I'd really appreciate you to leave a review. Just click on that five-star button and type a few words there. Love the podcast or uh, that was a great episode or this is something that parents should listen to. If you would just take a few minutes to do that, I would really appreciate it. And feel free to give a shout out to your high school. If you're a student, you can mention that organization that you're involved in. If you're going to be in the school play or theater or drama or whatever, mention that and I'll give a shout out to you and to your organization. If you're a parent, do the same. Leave a comment about your kid's school. Leave it, just mention that in your comment so I can talk about your kid's school and that organization as well. I'll be back with you again next week for another episode. I know you spent a half hour of your life listening to what I had to say. And I hope it was worth every second. I appreciate you. I appreciate you listening. Without listeners, there would be no reason to do these. So, hey, thanks for taking that half hour. I'll be back again next week with another episode. We'll talk more about your college's careers and your test scores and getting those ACTs up. And I hope you'll join as well. And if you enjoyed the episode, share it with one person. And maybe someone else would love to listen as well. All right. Until next week, thank you for listening. Have a great week.